Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. The title of our podcast today is Waterfalls, the Death of Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Of course, Lisa Lopez was a American hip-hop singer, rapper, songwriter, and producer who uh, tragically died at the age of 30. We're going to talk about her career. We're recording this, by the way, on April 26, 2017, and uh, yesterday, April 25th, marked the 15th anniversary of Lisa Lopez's death. So we'll get we'll talk about her career and her tragic demise. Uh, but before we do, I want to remind everyone that we are a comedy podcast and we use adult humor. So if that's if that offends you, then this is probably not the podcast for you. With that being said, let me introduce. I would Timmy just to clarify. I I say our our, uh, our humor tends to lean more toward teenage boy than adult well that's true but we use we do uh we use adult use, language use adult language. use adult language i mean you just use the word peripheral for christ's sake i did uh, say periphery yeah that was off the air yeah, yeah. but anyway i'm let me smart inter- all the time timmy let me introduce <laughs> you as good you as smart you as important let me introduce the uh, very lovely and talented queen of mean the empress of evil the mistress of the macabre Pill popping and penis loving Brandy. Hi, Brandy. Hello, Timothy. How are you, Brandy? Well, I feel like I'm sitting in Satan's asshole right now. It is so goddamn hot in here. Well, I'm sorry about that. Well, uh, I do not control the climate. Well, as the producer, I think it's your job to make sure that I'm comfortable. I don't make know. sure the talent is comfortable. <clears throat> yeah. You know, I want to just do producing. If I could do that and not have to talk, I would really like that. We can arrange that. Yeah, I, I we, really we need to talk about that. You know, if I could get a monkey that could type, if I yeah, yeah but actually, you can't. if I had a monkey with a computer, <laughs> that's right, we'd be in good shape. We'd be in good shape. If I thought you guys could stay on track with me just writing the scripts and and oh, producing, if the we could oh, stay, on, wait a minute, hold on, if we could stay on track, <laughs> yes. Oh, it's happening. Tune in while you are on vacation. Yes, I'll be on vacation next week. I'm looking forward to it. We'll see if anything is produced. My oh. guess is oh, that'll be a big fat zero. Oh, there will be production. Or there will be, be big, stuff. Or yeah. it will there'll be, be a stuff disaster. going out. Oh, there'll right. be stuff. There'll be Facebook Live. There'll okay, be memos. Okay, we want to say a special hello. Memos. 
special hello. Is it still my time? No. Oh. We've done you didn't even ask a girl how she was. I really I, didn't get a question. Yeah. I'm, I didn't get nothing. I, I got no time. I'm so beyond that. Um, I had a bad day yesterday. Well, no, you had a good day because well, we... Well, I saw it, that was the highlight of my friggin' day. We met two of our favorite listeners, Dr. Jeff Chestnut and his lovely wife, Don. And that was wonderful. Them. It was. It was very nice meeting The them. rest of my day nice was people. shit, but that was <clears throat> wonderful. It was. It was great meeting them, and uh, thank you guys. It was. We had. We really enjoyed They're it. They're so interesting. They are. They I, are. You know, we meet these people, or we talk to people that listen to us, and I feel like a schlub. Well... We're not very interesting. We don't, well, we're not interesting, and we don't do a whole lot, no. I have found. I, You know, and Dr. Jeff is, uh, he's probably the only listener that has a corpse certified corpse-free house. Yes, he does. He does. And it was certified by a SWAT team in Michigan. Yes. I'll let him tell that story on the page. Sometime. But, uh, yes. yeah. But it was very nice meeting them, and uh, we thank you guys very much. Uh, let me introduce uh, the other member of our panel, the most dangerous man in podcasting today. It's the Joan Crawford of our podcast. Yes, he seems to need an escort to get here on time. You know, I got it a job it, you, to do. Well, it you makes producing too. this podcast difficult when we have to track you down. I, you, you know, it's a sad day when I'm the easy one to work with. I was in my trailer, Timmy. Yeah, well, anyway, let You're me the introduce Joan Crawford. the... Most dangerous man no in podcasting, uh, the moral compass of the podcast, No, a um, oasis in the desert of despair, the very honorable <sighs> Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawkwaters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? I'm wonderful today, Tim, and I, w- I will say again, we had a, <clears throat> had a lovely lunch with Jeff and, and Don, and Don just... Uh, uh, She's a beautiful woman, ain't she? Yes, she is. Yes, she's very she lovely. Is. She and is both a stunning are, they're both woman. are very friendly and uh, very interesting folks. And, um, and we, we had, are schlubs. Yeah, we are. But we had a great time. And again, thank you, uh, Dr. Jeff and Don. Um, it was great meeting you. We hope we get to see you again. Let he, does, us, he doesn't care about your day either, actually. No. no um, We've got a podcast to do. You know what, Chuck? When it's just us, we'll, we can get We're going to talk. Oh, we're going to talk. Gonna oh, talk. You don't even need a script. Then. We're going to explore each other's feelings, devil. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's thank our. Patreon. At least we'll be allowed to have feelings. Then. Let's thank our. Let's thank our Patreon supporters, shall we? Because they are. While very, we still have some. They're very very generous, and we want to thank them very much for supporting us. If you would like to support us on Patreon, just go to Patreon.com/slash/HistoryDweebs, where you can give a little, a lot, or or just a wee tiny bit to me. Yes, every little thing helps, and if you can't give, that's okay. Still listen. That's the important thing. But if you can't give, if you cannot give, you can do this for free. Go to iTunes and leave us a review. That would be very much appreciated. A nicer review. Uh, We was on a streak there, Timmy. We have 14 in a row, five-star reviews. Yeah, and then Brandy screwed it up. Oh, my uh, God. And hold on. No, don't read it. Don't read a negative. I cannot quote. No, don't read a negative review on air. Oh, because a lot, people, a lot of people leave us very positive reviews. I don't want to give them airtime. Don't do it. Yeah. But it was about branding. I know, but let's not do it. Uh, but we've got some very nice reviews, and we want to thank all of you who left us positive reviews. But let us also thank our Patreon supporters who support us, and uh, we cannot tell you how much we appreciate that. And those include Lisa, Alicia and Chip. Uh, Daniel Bassett, thank you very much. Jen Moyer, Tommy Lane, Jason Dykes, Bridget Clavey, 
Brandy McBride. I got Ma- boots Maggie, wet over here. Maggie Glover, Amber Croup. Thank you, Amber. Uh, Joe uh, Hopkins with the new uh, Now American History podcast. Rebecca O, Karen Alden, Cheryl Pierce, T.J. Young, uh, Catherine Cockeridge Richardson. That's how she has it in, entered, so she must like that nickname. Fiona, thank you, Catherine. Fiona Crisp, Laura O'Reilly, Christine Bourgeois, Donna Curran, Maja, Aaron with an A, Kimberly Cameron, Cheryl Weldon, Chris Hoyer, and her cat Jeffrey, Stacy, Heather Poole, Charlie and Allie with the Insight Podcast. Uh, they got a great podcast out right now, by the way, on Gene Spangler. It was awesome. I listened to it uh, the other day. Um, of course, Rosanna with They Walk Among Us podcast. Thank you very much. It's another great podcast. Jennifer Siemens and her mother, Linda, Cindy Lou, Elise, Bridget uh, Bernard, who is a new Patreon supporter. Thank you, Bridget. Thank you, Thank Bridget. you Bridget. Sarah Bloom, also a new Patreon supporter. Welcome, Thank Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. She's on our page a lot. Yes, yes. Uh, Thank you, Sarah. Diane Student with the History Goes Bump podcast, another great podcast. Amber Trevino, Annette Petre, Lise, Leslie Hagar, Amber Scoville, Jahara. Uh, Of course, we just mentioned uh, Dr. Jeff and Don. Thank you very much for supporting the podcast. And for buying our lunch. And for buying our lunch. It's very, very kind of you. Andrew Happ, uh, our good friend from Cleveland, Karen Barnes, Rochelle Flynn, uh, Rachel Flynn, I'm sorry, Rachel, we hope you're feeling better. Holly, Hollywood Woodward, uh, Shirley Strap, Todd Long, Lydia Fisher, and her sister, Mary Ruth, and Jennifer Rasnick, Tyrone, Phyllis Munson, Sarah Morgan, Melissa Montoya, Brittany Martin, Mandy Swanson, and Rudy, the Wonder Dog. So thank you all for supporting us on Patreon. Again, if you would like to support us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash history dweebs. Didn't you put this on a spreadsheet for him? I put uh, every fucking week you write that shit out. We we get new members every week. Put it on a spreadsheet while I'm on vacation, please. I think you missed that. It's on it's It's on a spreadsheet spreadsheet that you have that you have. All right. Update it for me. Okay. Update it for what? I made you one. You didn't use a motherfucker. Now you're going to use. ask me to update one that you ain't going to use anyway. That would be a chop chop. Yeah. Can we talk about Lisa? You know write what? that down. Can we you know talk? what? <laughs> write we'll just down. take care of this while he's out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Write She's going to change around here, Timmy. I'm going to tell you going now. down. Yeah. I don't believe the podcast will be produced. You know what? I, and, and I was thinking about this when I was, when I, I made a comment last night basically about how 400 people in this country have more wealth than the rest of the country combined, and we're basically all serfs. Does this have it, anything to do with Lisa Left Eye Lopez? It has a little bit to do with your management style, Timmy. Basically, <laughs> Tim's modest operandi is to divide and conquer us, devil. I don't like it. I don't like it either, Timmy, and I think I think that some shit's going to change around here. Up in here. Uh, okay. There's gonna be some furniture moving up in yeah, here. Yeah, and uh, Good. yeah, the devil. I know, I know, she got her faults. I know she got her flaws, but you know what? I've been distracted by that. I've been you. I've been letting you distract me oh, about the, her minor indiscretions. And, and I'm a beautiful person. 
You are yeah, a beautiful, you are a beautiful person. person. That's what I'm saying. I'm not sure why Chuck says that you're not. So I've been <laughs> I've been focused so much on her minor and and not really minor, they're pretty significant, but flaws. Yeah, like saying that you're pretty useless and you don't. Want meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, he's doing it, Chuck. He's doing it again. He's doing it again. Yeah. Meanwhile, saying that you're lazy. You being a tyrant like over here, treating like us getting, like getting you here is like herding cats. I believe is what her quote was. Yeah, but that's true. Yeah, that's I can I can live All with right. that. See, you, right, meanwhile, you're nasty and mean and always talking about replacing us with monkeys and 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 basically if he's I, the as, big he's a robber baron that wants to replace us with robots. Yes, I'm going to bring in the Pinkerton Tech Detective Agency <laughs> to bust some heads while I'm gone. Oh, you bring in Pinkerton or yeah, who? You bring, bring, you bring it in, on. Bring in Scooby Doo. It don't matter to me <laughs> yeah. what mystery you want solved. We're got, we are going to change some, some shit, shit up, up in, in here. here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got a laptop. We can do this. All of a sudden, we're, we're number four on iTunes. We're going to be talking about replacing somebody around here. That's and what it we're going to do. Be me and the devil. We may draw up new contracts while you're gone. Yeah. yeah, you do that. But in the meantime, can we please talk about Lisa? I don't know what we're waiting on. We're uh, waiting you on get you. Your ass started over there. What Seriously. What are you waiting on? What are you doing? All right. So, the, the title of our podcast today is Waterfalls, the Death of Lisa Left Eye Lopez. You, did you make that up? Yeah, did you like that? That's uh, that's impressive. Too. He was well. He won't chase waterfalls. <laughs> no, don't go I, chasing the waterfalls. I stick to the rivers and the streams that I'm used to. Or is, the lakes, is she the one? Did that come from? Is she the one that sang "Don't Go Chasing yes. Waterfalls"? Yeah. Yes. Okay, because that don't make a goddamn bit of sense. Because when's the last time you seen a waterfall move or run <laughs> or run? Yeah, I mean it ain't going nowhere. I mean, maybe don't go down no waterfalls in a barrel. Or I think it's I think it's a metaphor. Yeah, don't try to explain it. I mean, but but chasing waterfalls, it's like okay, don't go chasing no cheetahs. That makes sense, you know, because you can't chase. Uh, you can chase a cheetah, but you won't catch them. And if you do catch them, you don't want. You ain't really you don't really want to catch them. You don't understand that whole concept of not taking risks. So never mind. Really never mind. pot, <laughs> really <laughs> pot. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. I don't buy stamps more than one at a time because <laughs> yeah. I might die, and that's an investment. I don't wear a condom. Wait a when am I ever going to be in Thailand no, again? Let me tell you something. <laughs> this little son of a bitch here, he's getting headaches. He's getting headaches. No, from, wait a minute. Go no, wait, through that. No, wait a minute. No, he's, no. Getting, no. he's getting headaches from eye strain. Timmy, you need to make an appointment with a licensed optometrist and get you some decent Why glasses. Why would he do that? He, he thinks that the guy, he thinks that the chart on... Uh, no the one cares Walgreens about reading glasses thing is an actual eye exam. Well, right. If you can read this, get the 2-0. If you can read this, get the 2-5. Well, you know what would so, make my eyes, uh, would ease my eyes quite a bit, is if I didn't have to do all this fucking research. <laughs> so, if you guys would do a little bit of research, and I wouldn't have to. And write I all watched the car crash on the left eye. Your research is amazing. But anyway, so I said, Timmy, <laughs> make a, make, at least make an appointment. Well, I don't want that hanging over my head while I'm on vacation. <laughs> I don't want to make that. And I said, so make it, make it now for when you get back. Well, it's a lot of commitment. What if I don't come back? Then I've got this appointment hanging out there. What, what well, if you don't fuck? come back? That's the least of your worries. Exactly. I'll make an appointment when I get back. There's no need to make an appointment And so now. in the meantime, he's just going to pop perks and Advil PM yeah. so that, you know, and he's going to bleed out or get jaundiced. But go ahead. You do your thing. Let's talk about Lisa Left Eye Lopez, If we please. could, fine. Well, Jesus. they're going to be calling you Left Eye because one of you, you could go blind and one could probably got glaucoma I am, or some I am shit. getting eye strain. And, uh, so, anyway. let's. Well, let's, you masturbate a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I do. 
not. I sell that. No, I mean, it makes you no, go blind. Timmy. I think we went over the fact that he doesn't do that. <laughs> it's gross. Yeah, he doesn't do that. Uh, I think that's established. That yeah. he's a complete weirdo. I just go to foreign I, countries when. Here's what I don't understand. Now you live by yourself. Yes. You got oh, he's all got the cat. weekend. I mean, how do you fill your time? <laughs> you know how I fill my time doing research for this. <laughs> Fucking podcast. Well, you know, while your research is great, while you're Thank researching, you. um, me and the devil are masturbating. I, I, I know. Not together. Not I just together. want to be clear about that. <laughs> okay, not together. But yeah. Yeah. You're doing it, but separately in separate locations. We're doing <laughs> separate states if we We're can help it. it. All right. Yeah. Separate but equal. Well, while you're, in, while you're pleasuring yourself, I'm researching these stories to bring to our listeners. Well, if we could get on with it, that'd well, be great. Yeah, why don't you tell them a goddamn story? Thank you. We've been on the air for 20 minutes. You ain't told Thank me shit you. yet. And that's going to be our next bad review. Tune in to listen to the story about Lisa Left-Eye Lopez and took 45 minutes to be, mention her name. Well, you keep talking. Will you I start know, reading? Just, What's start your deal? Start fucking script over there. Lisa. Is it Lisa Left-Eye Lopez? Because I'm not sure. What's her name? Was it right eye or left eye? I'm not real <laughs> Lisa sure. Lisa Nicole <laughs> Lopez. How does she lose her eye? Left eye is not her Christian name. She did not lose her eye, dumbass. I always thought that was rude. Somebody loses their eye. And call them left eye. And they call them left eye. Well, I just didn't know. I didn't realize that wasn't her Christian name. No. Somebody was attracted to her left eye, and that's how she got that nickname. Someone was attracted to her left eye? Yes. So she didn't lose her right eye? No. No. She had both eyes. So somebody's looking at her going, your left eye's hot. Yeah. That's, that's how the she grossest got thing I've ever heard. Yeah, that's, how she got that's so creepy. Your right breast is looking exceptional today. Yeah, well, clearly, it yes, is. Andy, yes. right breast, her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's let's talk about Lisa. Lisa Nicole Lopez, better known by her stage name as Left Eye, nope. was me. an American hip hop singer, rapper, songwriter, and producer. She rose to fame in the early 1990s. As one third of the uh, girl group TLC, I along, love TLC, along with Tion, T Boz, Watkins, T Boz and Chili, and Rose, Rosanda, Chili Thomas. Rosanda, Rosanda. She dated Usher for a while. Yeah. There's a little tidbit for Thank you. you Is Brent. that in your script, motherfucker? No, it's not. There Thank you go. You for adding well, that something. ain't much research you did there. What, 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 what are you doing listen. on the weekends? Lisa was a pissing away time. Lisa was uh, she was checking out TMZ when she wasn't mas- in between masturbating. Lisa was the prototypical tortured artist whose personal demons included alcoholism. Legal problems, financial woes, and abusive relationships. What the fuck are you doing? Basically, my life, Timmy. Basically, Lisa left by yeah. Lopez. You guys are on parallel paths for sure. How much she was, except she was successful. Talented. Yeah, yeah. successful and talented. Lisa left eye Lopez was a superstar for her behavior Just outside. Call her left eye. How okay. about that? From now on, yeah, was uh, behavior outside of music as much as being part of the hugely popular female R and B group TLC, who sold more albums, by the way, than. Salt and Pepper, Supremes. I love TLC. I mean, that's pretty impressive. You know the only, they were my jam. Do you know the only other female group that surpassed TLC in number of albums sold? New Kids on the Block. In sync. Female groups, girl groups. New oh. Kids on the Block. No, not the New Kids. You dick. They're no. not. They're, they're boys. By the way, they're touring with them. The remaining members of TLC is are tour, touring with the New Kids. Females. Tian and Chili. Uh, let's see. Who? Oh, the Spice Girls. Yes, they're the only Spice Girls are the only other group that sold girl group that sold more albums. Which was your favorite Spice Girl? 
uh, you know, ain't I, no spice. Huh? Ain't no spice. <laughs> I, I thought that's you your favorite to spice girl. No. <laughs> I I like I like blowjob spice. <laughs> <laughs> I would, well, I like Mel because she was a little scary. Scary Spice. Which one dated uh, David Beckham? Well, they're married. Well, that was wild. Posh Spice. All right, she was kind of hot. Uh, but I liked... Um, she could bend it. No. Yeah, she did. She bend it. Well, She could bend it, Colonel. I like the... Um, I like a bender. <laughs> she could bend it like Beckham. Oh, her name's Jerry, but I don't Jerry remember spice. which Spice she was. Jerry she Spice? She was Sporty no, Spice. No, her name is Jerry. Like no. Tom and Jerry Spice? No, that wasn't. No. <laughs> she was the mouse. Okay, stop talking. All right, let's go get ahead. back to Lisa. Doesn't matter. All right, let's but get back to TLC. Okay. Ain't so none anyway. of them sold no shit like Bruce Springsteen, so, so go ahead. But, oh, my uh, God. Anyway, the group became one of the most successful group, group ever, even surpassing the Supremes, which is, you know, that's pretty impressive. It is impressive, because I like the Supremes, too. Mm-hmm. Besides rapping and singing background vocals on the TLC recordings, uh, uh, Left Eye was one of the was one of the creative forces behind the group. Like I am the creative force behind this group. That's a shame. Between the great Black Eye, what, what did you say? What did you behind what? She was the creative force behind the group. Oh, Left Eye was the creative force behind the group. I and I said, like I am the creative. Oh, like force. I. I thought you said the great. Black eye, That's like somebody. No, 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 no. There's a left eye and a and a black no, eye. Somebody got punched the, in the eye. She used the what is it? The you know, like the athletes use under their she had eye tape, or she used that dark yeah. shoe polish. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Not shoe polish. It's not shoe polish. But. That's what we used to use when we was younger before they came out with the sticks of that black yeah. stuff. We used to use that on our shoes. Weird. <laughs> anyway, Lisa survived a turbulent childhood. Uh, to become one of the top musical artists of the 1990s. She, they, the group TLC won four Grammys. Uh, and uh, before her death, Lisa was planning on venturing out to a solo career. As a young adult, uh, Lisa, as I said, struggled with alcoholism and sometimes a violent relationship with um, football star Andre Risen. Remember him, Colonel? Andre Bad Moon Risen? Bad Moon Risen. Yeah. Ride receiver for the Atlanta Falcons. I see. No. Don't sing. Bad moon rising. He's so bossy today. I, I know. Um, despite you her don't, success. You with, don't own me. Despite her success with TLC and a promising uh, solo career, Lisa Left Eye Lopez, as we said, would be dead at the age of 30. As you said three times. Mm-hmm. So her life began in the Logan with section birth. of North <laughs> Philadelphia. That's in Pennsylvania. Where uh, Lisa Nicole Lopez was born on May 27th. Oh, Brandy, she's a birthday's around ours. It is. She's born on May 27th, 1971. When's your birthdays? Mine is May 9th and hers is May 10th. Brandy's is May 10th and Lisa's is May 27th. Let me write this down. In case you want to write that down too. Yeah. We'll we'll let balloons go. Please. Uh, Please do. Anyway, she was the, uh, Lisa was the first daughter of Ron, who was a army sergeant, and uh, he was of black, Portuguese, and white descent, and her mother was Wanda, Wanda, she was a seamstress. She, uh, Lisa had a younger brother named Ronald and a younger sister named Raindrop, R-E-I-N-G-D-R-O-P, Kind of cool name. Now they give him a messed up name and then don't even spell it right. No, I like that name myself. Raindrop. Yeah. Raindrop. Lisa described herself as uh, as being a army brat, moving. uh, So they kind of moved around a lot, 
and they moved kind of in different, I guess, cultures, cultures, uh, African-American culture, white culture, Hispanic areas. Um, when Lisa was young, at the age of one, um, her father entered her, or her father was an amateur um, musician, and he drank heavily. Magician? Magician. Musician. Okay, musician. And he drank heavily. He was a disciplinarian. He would he would beat her mother. Nothing, there's nothing indicating the research that he beat her, but he was, she said he was a very, he was the dominant figure in the house, and what he said went. He um, also, she, I've seen interviews where she said he started her drinking at age 14, hmm. which probably. Stand-up guy. Yeah, contributed to her problems with alcohol, no doubt. Uh, but he was a talented, you know, he was very talented. He, he could play the harmonica, the clarinet, piano, saxophone. And he would pass his love for music on to Lisa. She's not left eye yet. She's still Lisa. You know, I don't, here's what I got with those people to play that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Is people are always like, well, you know, I could play the cello. I could play the flute, I, uh, the trombone. What are some of the saxophone, whatever. People can say that shit all the time because where are you going to say, okay, here's the saxophone right here. Show me something. Right. But you know apparently I mean? you he, play, say, he he actually played in bands and things, so I think he was legit. I know, but you hear people say all the time, well, I played cello. How the fuck are you, know you going to come up a with a cello I, to Brandy, get somebody how, often, how long ago has it been since you heard someone say, I play cello? You play cello? Yeah. Yesterday at lunch, people behind us was talking. A woman said, I play cello. That's what made me think so, of this So whole you thing. wanted to challenge her. Let me tell you bring something. Out, bring out a cello and have yeah, a Yeah, but if I was like, where the fuck, how am I going to find a cello around What are you, here? like devil went down to Georgia kind of thing yeah, with the lady behind yeah. us? I bet this cello of gold against your First soul. First of all, why were you listening to other people's conversations? There was, talk, there was old, man. Old people talk uh, loud. It, especially since he talked the whole time. The, the whole time. How could he hear anybody else's conversation? Anyway, back to Lisa. Dr. Jeff is a very talkative man. No. No, uh, you were very talkative. <laughs> but that's fine. That's fine. We're, I'm glad to have you along because because I'm always shy in these situations. Timmy, Timmy doesn't like to lead a conversation. No, so that's why I'm glad he's. But, he, but he has or, no problem being actually, a dick in small groups. Yeah, in small groups, you don't even like to actually engage in a conversation most of the time unless you're criticizing me. You know or the how devil. I, yeah, you know how, how much of an effort <clears throat> it's going to take me to go to Indianapolis. Well, you're going to be in the car with me. No, but it's going to be great. I mean, the effort of we'll be like Thelma and Louise and all that. Do you have well, social anxiety? Yes. Do you? We will be like Thelma and Louise. I don't want to go for a long time, but I want to go because I want to meet our listeners. We will get there. It'll be fine. It'll be fun. We'll have a good time. Take a couple Xanax. Percocet. Whatever. All right. Lisa began playing a toy keyboard when she was five years old and later started composing her own songs. By age 10, she formed a musical trio called the Lopez Kids with her siblings, uh, and they sang gospel music at local events and churches. It seems like appropriate to sing gospel at churches, I guess. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Life in the Lopez household was far from easy, though. Her parents argued frequently, and uh, Lisa turned to music as a way to escape. Uh, as I said earlier, the Lopez family moved quite frequently. Um, the parents married and divorced each other twice. Uh, with Lisa, see, be, I, she you was, know, you divorce once, I think yeah, you're done. And, I don't, oh, I, I don't oh, go you know back. What? I, there was a guy who lived in our neighborhood. Him and his wife 
They got married four times. They got divorced. No. Like, and yeah. the judge told him the last time, he said, you can't get married again. I don't know how legal well, binding it, That's it is, not, yeah. But, but yeah. But I anyway. mean, just live together in sin, for Christ's sake. You don't need to be. But, I mean, you know, this was the early 70s where people didn't really do that a lot. But anyway, back to Lisa. Uh, Would you she, get married again, Devil? No, I'm done. This is my one marriage. Now, see, that's the what difference. About Lanny? <clears throat> we will live in sin. Lanny just be hitting it. Here's the difference between gonna, men Lanny's and women. just going to be hitting it, Colonel. He's going to be tapping that for free. <laughs> <laughs> Is it men? <laughs> no. I swear to God, I don't care if I meet the richest motherfucker, nicest guy. If his goddamn name is Lanny, I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm sorry. I can't do it. it. I just cannot. <laughs> Look, we can do this if you're George willing Clooney to change your name. The guy George Clooney looks yeah. like. <laughs> Hi, my name's Lanny. You want to run away together? Fuck. No, I cannot. I, and I apologize for that. You want to go seem to like a really nice guy. weekend? Yeah. You seem like a nice guy. But men can get, if men get divorced, they cannot, they realize very quickly, they cannot take care of themselves. Yeah, I mean, you case, in well. yeah. <laughs> yeah, case, case in point. Yeah, case in point over yeah, here. It's a hard adjustment. Really I think is. if I was to get divorced, first of all, I would have to. Well, you'd have to but sleep you know in a box. Me, I would have to call me. the bank and say, what do I need to bring with me to open a checking account? Right. You know, what helped me was that when I was married, my wife was traveling, always traveling for oh. work. So I was alone a lot anyway. So I, I kind of adjusted that. But yeah, it is a hard adjustment. Well, and it's yeah. still like Tim's married. I mean, he's he's still shelling out money. <laughs> It's yeah, a, that's true. It's, it's not even alimony. No, no. <laughs> it's voluntary money. There you go. <laughs> All right, back crazy to, let's talk shit. about Lisa, shall we? I wish you would. I wish Thank you would. You. People want to. People, people, people didn't turn Lisa. in to tune in to listen to your divorce problems exactly. in your romantical no, life, I but I can't even date anybody that works at a Jiffy Lube. <laughs> I have a wonderful relationship <laughs> yeah. with my ex-wife. Y'all have cut my dating pool down <laughs> yeah. quite a bit. No, Jiffy I'd Lube be married. Okay, Pet Boys is what you. Oh, Pet Boys. I'd be married in a year. I bet if I got married. Yeah, I, thought, oh. I thought I would be too, but no. nobody will have you again. No, like you're kind of old no, and here's what, crabby. Now, well, yeah, now you're kind of old and crabby. But yeah. if you'd gotten divorced, like when you're forty, you get more tail in your forties than you do any time in your life. Anytime, really? Yeah, yeah. Like I never got laid in my twenties, but when you're in your forties, for some reason. Because they assume you have money. And then you hit 50, and it's all over. Yeah. It's all over. They assume you have money. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> well them. Anyway. Did, did you? Yeah. Let's go back to Lisa, shall we? So Lisa took care of her younger siblings because her parents were fighting all the time. Um, Lisa's parents, as I said, separated when she was still in school, and she was raised by her uh, biracial parental grandmother. Paternal? Yeah, what I say? Parental. Yeah, yeah paternal. I'm sorry. <laughs> Grandmother. For Joe the, Paterner. Uh, in the later years of her childhood. Could be because it was in Pennsylvania. She attended, Lisa attended the Philadelphia High School of for Girls. Here's a little fact for you. No. It was a magnet school. Well, I would hope all these it's things a that we're saying it's are It's the uh, oldest um, school, uh, high school in Philadelphia. It's a... Uh, for a, a uh, university prep school. You know who else attended that school? T-Boss. Brad Pitt. Gloria Allard. Your mom. Who? Gloria Allard. That does not help fall. The The attorney? You know, that was on... Gloria well, Aldred? Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her. She's the... the Sweet. She, Bill, Bill the one Co that takes all the big <laughs> women's cases. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bill, the, uh, Bill Cosby. 
Yes. Bing Crosby. She's uh, Bing Crosby, Bill Cosby. Same difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she represents the women. She does not anyway, represent. I looked him. up this high school. She attended there. She was one of the alumni. Well, when you got her name right, then it makes more sense. Well, then I care more. What Bill? Cos- I'm just telling you. I do fucking research. I researched the alumni of this, the Lisa Lopez High School, to find out <laughs> who went there. That's how deep you dig down. Look at you. You're like Walter motherfucking Cronkite. <laughs> yeah. Or Edward Murrow over yeah. here, motherfucker. Edward motherfucking Murrow. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's Peter Jennings. Let's get it on. Come on. Yeah. When um, do you get to pull the pilot, sir? The Pulitzer for podcasting, Timmy, because you're investigative journalism over here. You know what? When we're able to get to a podcast and talk about the story. (laughs) I I do all these great stories. They get get (laughs) snowed under by your bullshit. (laughs) By Rooney stories. I know. I know. I I, I spend... Thirty hours on these stories, and all people remember is Rudy took a dump in the front yard last night. Are you talking about Jizztown? <laughs> oh, maybe. Okay, I want you to think about something. You spend all this time, and we tell the story, but people are more interested in Rudy. I didn't say that that ain't his fault. It's because you, you interrupt me with this bullshit. I, you know what, Tim? I am eager to learn about Lisa. Yeah, I, I just wish you would continue, Thank good you. sir. <laughs> anyway, Lisa got good grades. Right on in this school. all goddamn day. She got good grades in school. Got glowing recommendations, and she was uh, she was eager to pursue a career in music. In 1990, after graduating high school, at the age of 19, she heard about an open open. She wasn't that bright then. Open <laughs> casting call. No, she graduated at 18, but at age 19, she heard about an open casting call for a new girl group. Uh, in Atlanta. So she had $750 and an electric piano. She drove to Atlanta. She had a guitar? Yeah. And she drove to Atlanta to audition. I can play those. Of course she the, can. Uh, the, um, you and the band, flock of seagulls guy. The band was originally called Second Nature. Nope, I don't like that. Don't like that one at but all. But they renamed it TLC, and it was uh, because of it was a derived from the their first, names. Their initials, right. Tion, uh, T. Boz, Left uh, Eye, and Chili. Uh, well, first it was Crystal, a girl named Crystal Jones, but she didn't pan out. Yeah, she sucks. So they replaced her with uh, Rosanda Thomas. With Chili. But she didn't have a C in her So name. it was a so T- the C. It was really fit. TLR? Yeah, so they, they, they gave her the nickname Chili. So that's how you I know. Second nature made me think about something. Yeah, of course, it Jesus did. Christ. Think about Can this. I get through this one? Okay, page? but just let me tell you this one thing. Um, nature preserves. Yeah. Okay. Now think about that. You go to the grocery store and you get food. That's like they they hype that it's all natural, uh-huh. no preservatives. Uh huh. All natural, story. no preservatives. Uh huh. But then they have nature preserves. Do you know what it means to preserve something? Yeah, it doesn't, all natural, nature seems to be all natural, but then they're preserving it. What are they using to preserve it? And it's not all natural now. That's uh, all I'm saying. Can, can I'm I, done. Can I, can I interject one thing? I'm done. Thank you. Um, so, things did not work out with Crystal Joe. They recruit um, Chili uh, to keep the same acronym. Lisa was renamed Left Eye after a compliment we've already talked about from a man who once told her that he was attracted to her left eye. Sort of like... It's weird. Right breast brandy. Right breast brandy. I thought she got... white breast Herman. I thought she got a red rider BB gun and shot out her right eye. Yeah. 
You would have been wrong. You will shoot your eye out. Yeah. Had you done any research, you would have known that that was not the case. Cause, <laughs> oh. So I, I'm getting ready to come up, you know, and call Chuck. And I said, did you get the script? He said, yeah. And I said, he said, how did she lose her eye? I said, you didn't read the script, did you, Chuck? Well, he got it. You didn't tell him he had to read it. You said, did I get the script? Yeah. But you didn't read it. The point of me saying There's a to difference you between the script coming into my inbox and my email and you me read reading it. it. Yes. Anyway. You Jeez. better be more specific if you want me to. <laughs> if you want me Lisa to. Lisa emphasized her nickname by wearing a pair of glasses with the left lens covered with a condom. Yeah. We all do that. In keeping with the group's promotion of safe sex. So, they, they, <laughs> so she was cockeyed. She was. <laughs> Like or she'd wear the like black that strap. That's what I was, the stripe, the black stripe under yeah. her left she, eye. What is uh, that She eventually called? got her, I don't know. I it, don't remember. It's like, it's just called black or something. Yeah, yeah black it's called eye black. Eye black, yeah. Black. Okay. Athletes use it to keep the glare of the sun off of their eyes. Yes. And then she also, she eventually. She wore a patch too. Yeah, and then she eventually just had the her eyebrow pierced, her left eyebrow pierced to indicate her left eye. Anyway, TLC was managed by 1980s uh, diva. Pebbles. Oh, Pebbles yes. was the manager? Yes. Pebbles and was it, a baby. It was a not a good relationship. Yes. Well, Pebbles was uh, kind of fruity. They signed them. They <laughs> signed the girls. At first, everything was cool, but then the contract was really Crazy heavily sexy cool. weighted. Yes. Toward the management to where they much ha uh, Pebbles had pretty much control of everything. Well, it's kind of like back of the in money. Kind of like the back in the fifties. Remember when like the Motown they would mm -hmm. sign those groups and they, to those, those guys didn't make any money. And they didn't make any yeah. money. Well, this is it's sort of like the same that. way. And but TLC, despite kind of like Brandy and my my contract. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Despite making uh, over eventually uh, selling broke. over forty million records yeah uh, they all albums. went broke they they went bankrupt yeah so brandy's gonna tell us but about pebbles pebbles made a shitload of money yeah yeah pebbles was rolling in it yeah all right so on the night they celebrated getting the record deal january 25th 1991 lisa returned home to surprise her parents and announced that she was now a professional musician but when she arrived home from uh, when she arrived home she learned from her mom that her dad had been shot in the stomach after getting into a drunken argument um, Ronald Lopez, I assumed he died in the ambulance on the way to the hospital. Yeah, he got he got shot by a relative. That so that Which that would have been a, clutch. That, to that was a, in the script. That was a screwed up day. Like you get you sign this big contract, you think right. you'd be a star, and then you find out your dad was murdered. Yeah, he was kind of a dick, but yeah, he was forty one years old actually when he was shot and died. Uh, stunned by her father's death, Lisa threw herself into her work um, to as she would say, make daddy proud of me. There, she'd have been perfect for you with all her daddy issues. Yeah. yeah. Lisa became the creative force behind TLC. Besides rapping and singing background vocals, she received more co-writing credits than the other members. Which she, I should say, I should get all the writing credit for this. You take all the writing credit. Thank you. We give you all the writing credit. And as that should be. Well, except, have, except have, we are the creative force. Have we said so. anything? Have we asked for one royalty check from these You'll novellas that you're I'm, writing? I'm, I'm putting it back for you. So oh, for so you it's for your college you're, fund. You're basically the Elvis colonel. You're, you're, you're put investing this for us and taking care uh, of us? You don't worry about it. You don't worry your pretty little heads <laughs> about the, all the financial stuff. You wow. don't need to worry about okay. that. 
Well, thank you, Timmy. I appreciate yeah. you doing that for me. He's always looking out for us. Yeah, you don't worry about that. <laughs> Just let me worry about that. She also designed the outfits and the stage for the group and brought concepts um, for the group image, album titles, artworks, and music videos. The group found success quickly in 1992 when I was a senior in high school and remember very, very well. Uh, yeah, that's with, sort of your era, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Have four singles. Sold, I don't know what the album was because it's not written down here and I don't remember what it was. I think it was on the TLC tip was the name of the... Is TLC uh, just the tip, I believe? No, it was not. TLC just the tip? No. I think that was the name of the album. Uh, and it had four singles. It sold six million copies worldwide, leading to the group becoming a household name. Uh, the group's success, however, did not come without adversity. During the first tour, T-Boz became deathly ill with complications from sickle cell anemia. Yeah, and all these girls were raised... They were raised without money. Yeah, T-Boz and Chili were raised by single parents. Yeah. And then we already know about Lisa raised in uh, with... You know, uh, an abusive father and alcohol. Fact check father. that the name of that album I'm, I'm for me. You know the right problem now. with sickle cell. Uh, it makes you very sick. Well, is that often, oftentimes you don't know you have it until you get into places. It was a. Uh, well, with her, it got when they started touring. <laughs> they started touring. They opened for um, MC Hammer. Oh well. And they were on the road a lot, and she they, they were had never legit. toured before. They had never mm-hmm. performed in front of anybody, and all of a sudden they were performing in front. Of 16,000 people, yeah. and they were on the road a lot, and that aggravated. Uh, well, and the other thing they can do it is, strangely uh, is uh, football players in the NFL. Uh huh. Yeah. They go uh, to Denver. Oh, on the, on, ooh, the, on TL- the TLC CC tip. tip. Yeah. Was yes. On the TLC tip? Fuck yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, they've had four albums, three of which I believe, yeah, three of which uh, Left so proud of myself. was involved with. Oh, on the TLC tip. It's of course, ooh. Ooh. Of course, Crazy Sexy Cool, which was their big hit. Which they and named fan, fan mail. The and fan mail. Yeah. But you get into these, if, if football players run into this, um, they'll get into like Denver where it's high altitude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And apparently. Makes them sick. It, well, apparently a, one football player found out he had sickle cell from that. No, that oh, they sucks. got diagnosed, yeah. And then um, he was a stealer. They made the playoffs. And when they made the playoffs, they had to that. play the Broncos. They couldn't, he couldn't play. play. Yeah. Who was that? I don't know, but he was one of the Steelers' best defensive backs. Yeah, he was a good player. Yeah. In 1993, Lisa would experience the first of three tragic events involving odd car accidents. Uh, In the first event, a 10-month-old boy of a friend died from head injuries he suffered when his mother leapt with him from a car rolling down a hill. Yeah, it's kind of a freak accident. Lisa had parked her BMW outside a house in Atlanta and taken the keys with her when she went into the home. While waiting in the car, Lisa's friend and the child's mother uh, turned to tend to her son, and uh, he because he was in a he was in a pumpkin seat in the back in the back, and she inadvertently knocked the car out of gear, and it was evidently parked on a hill, so it went what coasting down this? the hill. Ninety three. I guess I wonder if she had a stick shift. I wonder if that's what it was. No, no. Uh, although she managed to get the baby free of the seat and get out of the moving vehicle with him. The leap from the moving car resulted in blunt head trauma for the infant who later died in the oh, hospital goodness. of his injuries. Man, what a nightmare that would be. No one was charged yeah. in the accident. Lisa was devastated and paid for the child's funeral expenses. Coming so soon after her father's murder, Lisa said she felt like death was stalking her. Two years later... I know that feeling. You should. 
Two years later, in 1996, uh, Crazy Sexy Cool was released. Also a great album. Sold over 23 million copies worldwide and cemented TLC as one of the biggest female groups of all times. Uh, their third album, Fan Mail, was released in 1999 and sold over 14 million copies worldwide. The title was a tribute to TLC's loyal fans, and the sleeve contained the names of hundreds of fans as a thank you. But there was tension within TLC, wait, sorry, within TLC and between the group and its label. In 1995, TLC uh, filed for bankruptcy, saying a low, a low royalty rate had left them broke. Their manager and label claimed TLC was trying to force them into a new contract. They were they they actually made a statement at the Grammys. Oh, I know, I remember yeah, about being broke. They said we've sold too many records, but we're broke. We have no money. Yeah, uh, the case was followed by the recording industry. The royalty restrictions at TLC could have escaped through bankruptcy or common. After the bankruptcy file filing was upheld, the char- the group settled out of court, winning a new contract. Um. Before the 1999 album Fan Mail, TLC left Pebbytone. Could I interrupt you for one no. second? No. no I just, I, I, this is an interesting wanna, well, story because it's relevant. Well, let me finish my sentence. Go ahead. Like I'm in the middle of a sentence. And that Pebbytone was the Pebbles. Pebbles. Yeah. Pebbles uh, but remained with, remained on the LaFace label, which was Babyface's label, right. I think. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Do you know who the first person to do that was? Prince. No, he said that, he said that, really said the Bruce example. Bruce Springsteen. Sam Cooke. Tom Petty. Tom Petty entered into oh, a contract, I realized he was screwed, and realized and all these Motown. You were talking about the Motown yeah. guys. Sam Cooke did that. Nobody too. realized that if you file bankruptcy, oh, file bankruptcy. That so. contract, every contract you have was invoided. So Tom Petty just filed bank, even though yeah. he didn't need to file bankruptcy, he did it, and then they had to redo his contract. And, and so and, that's why a lot so of why artists didn't started do that when he was having mm-hmm. his contract issues, huh? Why didn't Prince do that it when he was having depend, his contract issues? It might issues? depend on what state you're in. Well, Tom Petty had no assets or anything at that time. He had no money. Prince would have had a harder time right. filing bankruptcy. But Tom Petty is the ugliest motherfucker in rock and roll, but God, he's amazing. But I love Tom Petty. I will say... Um, but he looks like, like the like Crypt Keeper. Song, yeah. listen, to, listen to her heart. I like that song. But I would say, the contract that they signed was not unusual. I mean... I, it's no. a typical contract for unsigned artists, you know, right. new artists. Before they know any better. Exactly. Yeah. But there's so many of them. And, and but they are, you know, it does take advantage. To get it. back to who I always get back to, Bruce, he actually, when he made the album Nebraska, he had made Born to Run, Darkness on the Edge of Town, The River, and had literally $20,000 to his name. I mean, he'd done all that's those. That's still more tours, than I. That's still those. more than me. Well, no, you know, and there, when they sold ten million records, they had to pay for studio time, promotion, all that came yep. out there. They're cut. And in an interview, that I think she said that they ended up with three hundred thousand dollars divided by three ways. So for selling a record of ten million, uh, ten million yeah. albums. They got a hundred thousand dollars. A hundred thousand dollars is not that much money. No, not the ball over here with four thousand in his wallet right now. No, but, but exactly, I mean, it's like it's a, like that Cheech and Chong skit. What are you a thousand dollars for stamps? I'll buy the goddamn stamps. What are you talking about? Right. You remember that one? But uh, but remember Sam Cooke when we talked yeah. about him? He he started his own label, right? Which is what Lisa starts to do before okay the tragic events. So despite they took a five year hiatus, um. Between TLC albums and follow, but followers remain loyal. 
Uh, the album has sold six million copies, and the TLC tour was playing to sold-out arenas. See, I don't think we could take a five-year hiatus and still get downloads. No, nobody crazy. Well, you you'd be dead. I don't even think we can take a five-day hiatus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're the, lucky to take the group a would go hour, on five hours. Right. Hiatus. The group would go on to win four Grammys in the in the 1990s, including the 1995 hit Waterfalls. While Lisa's professional life was reaching incredible heights, she was her personal life was a hot mess. Still grieving over the death of her father, Lisa began to drink heavily. She was also getting into arguments with her bandmates over creative differences. Go meanwhile, I understand that feeling. Well. Meanwhile, she was involved in a... I have no differences. Toxic relationship. You have no creativity. I could not, I right. could not be any more indifferent. <laughs> uh, Lisa was involved in a toxic relationship with NFL star Andre Risen. Bad moon. Yes. While out clubbing... Ah, nope. While out clubbing one night in Atlanta, Lisa, a newly minted pop star, met Risen, who sent her flowers and bombarded her with every line possible. He's trying to get in her pants, girl. Well, clearly. Yeah. Lisa blew him off for months, then relented. See, Colonel don't do that. He just walks up and said, look here. No. Look here. I ain't going to buy you no flowers. I ain't going to tell you how panties. pretty I But if you, wait a minute. You, you, I'm but the colonel. If you want to sleep with Foghorn Leghorn. I'm the colonel. Let's get it on. Let's get, let's, what? Let's get it on. All right. <laughs> yeah. Really? Let's get it on. You let that stay on there, but you edit out anything that I do? You got to admit, his Barry White's pretty good. <laughs> it is not very good at all. Let's get it And on. that's not Barry White. That's, that's Marvin, Marvin Gaye, Gay, you right. pud. Oh, we got a Marvin Gaye podcast coming up. Save that. Do we? Yeah. Yeah, because you know why? You know what you need, devil? You know what you could use? You could use some sexual healing, devil. No. Because when I get that Barry feeling. White. Come on. Let's I, hear some Barry White. I'm trying to think of some Barry White. You're my first. You're hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Oh, my last, you're my everything. 
Well, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. He does know all the words. Yeah. He knows all the words of the fucking title that I just told him. <laughs> it's fucking fascinating. He's like an idiot savant over there. All right. So that's a panty dropper. You got to admit. I, yeah. I, my panties are firmly and, affixed. And I believe, devil. Uh, I believe. Where they should be. What? That uh, you're a little cranky. And when you get that feeling. You need no. You know what I need when I get when I get this come feeling. On, come on, come on, I need come my on, come on. I need my muscle relaxer and a Vicodin. That's what Do I you need. You ever notice that when you're interrupting me, she's quite all right <laughs> with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cause you do it right. Yeah. No, I don't like listening come to him on, sing. Come on, come on. I come stop on. him every time he's no singing. PGs, <laughs> no, come on. With your brother, with your mother, you're staying alive, staying alive. Okay. Oh my God, that sounded like a squeaky toy. Okay, Brandy, continue. Forget to tickle me Elmo over. Squeak toy got hit by a lawnmower. I believe you know what. We may, if you let me sing enough, we may just take this podcast to the top forty in the pop charts. I do not think so. All right. So her and Andre Risen start dating. By the start of his '93 NFL season, Risen. And he was a star at the time. He was a well, big star at the time. The bad boy slick talking and even slicker dressing Atlanta Falcons wide receiver. Mm. He's the bad boy. Yeah, he was like Charles. Mm. She was a tight end. He had become one of the premier stalwarts at his position. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Ranking him alongside the game's finest Jerry Rice, Michael Irving, Sterling Sharp, and Tim Brown. Stalwart is like an icon. Oh, yeah, I don't remember asking you because I know. Oh, okay, just helping you out there. I don't need your help at all. Continue, Brandon. His first four years in Atlanta resulted in 4,545 yards and 48 touchdowns. That's a lot for a wide receiver. So he was a star. He was a star in Atlanta. She was a a star in Atlanta as well. She was becoming very good. Yeah. They were the Brad Pitt and Angelina of They weren't. So they were only only four years apart. Ryzen and Lopez were four years apart. Uh, Their relationship was intense. Passion, passionate and oftentimes combustible. Charges were dropped in 1993. Like Oz, yeah. Charges were dropped in 1993 after Ryzen allegedly beat Lisa in a supermarket parking lot and fired a handgun to prevent others from intervening. Damn. Remember that well, time that I would, did that to you? Yeah. 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 That would tend to deter you from intervening. Well, well, we was down at we was down at the Kroger down here and the devil gave me a beat down in the parking lot and these two ladies are like, you know, even if a woman is doing that to a man, it's still it's still uh-huh. abuse. You and know, I fired off a handgun and they went away. Yeah, she popped a piece out and Look, old lady scrambling. I with asked the him for one thing. Cap in their ass I asked or? him for one thing. Stay with the cart. What does a motherfucker <laughs> do? Wanders away from the cart. One thing I ask him. Well, I bet he doesn't do it again. She's been drinking. <laughs> it was 10 in the morning. <laughs> bet he doesn't do that shit again. Anyway, back to Lisa. And by this time. Andre Rising. By this time. And it's a shame. Nobody. I mean, she did. I remember when this happened and it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, that I mean, he beat the shit out of her. It was really awful. Well, he was a professional football player. And I mean, she was tiny. About, yeah. Think about the. She was so small. Well, it's alleged. We don't know. I'd no, I'm just saying the damage you could do. Oh, yeah, a yeah, professional yeah, yeah. football he, player. And Andre Risen was probably about, what, 6'4"? He was, I mean, he, he six, was three, taller six, than her four. by a foot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's kind of uh, By this time, Lisa's a heavy drinker, and he was so jealous that he made her wear... What? Okay, hold on. He was so jealous that he made her wear socks at home. He didn't want anybody looking at his girl's feet, said Lisa. Well, you, Colonel, what That's you ridiculous. About that? 
I I ain't letting nobody look at my lady's feet. Mrs. Colonel got her feet covered up all the time. No, she you don't doesn't. want her to expose her feet. Well, no, 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 no. She wear two bras when she go out with me. <laughs> the couple dated feet. off. Huh? Her feet, not her. Breasts. Ain't no parts of her body that men gonna be looking at. Uh, by this time, oh, sorry, the couple dated off and on um, with Lisa moving into the Atlanta Falcons. She eventually moved into his mansion in 1993. Uh, but the problems didn't stop, surprisingly. Um, but what everybody remembers, and this is kind of my favorite story, uh, it became headline news in 1994 when Lisa set fire to Andre Rison's tennis shoes in a bathtub which ultimately spread to the mansion they shared and destroyed it. I remember it, that. You know, she burnt I, the house down. Think about, and I always think about this: how people burn the house down like that. Do you have a do you you have a fire pit in your backyard, devil? No. You get a fire pit, right? Right. You know how fucking hard it is to start a fire, a campfire, or whatever. You know, you got the newspaper, you're blowing on it, and you're doing everything yeah. else. Motherfucker light a tennis shoe on fire in a goddamn bathtub and burn a whole house no, down. But look, but I remember this. She threw him in the tub. You know, she squirted him with lighter fluid. Mm-hmm. And then she set they him had on fire. Coming. I'm sure they well, had I'm it sure coming. Well, I'm sure they did. But well, she set yeah, him on I think fire. He was out. He was out. All, all well, night. no, no, no. He beat her the night before for being out. Yeah, and then he was out all night. Um, so she took his shoes, threw him in the tub, put lighter fluid on him. And set him on fire. Well, it caught the shower curtain on fire, and it, it caught spread, all the rest yeah. of the stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it was intend, really fast. She didn't intend to burn. No, the she house. did not. The, so burning the house down was an accident. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa later revealed that she didn't have a lot of freedom within the relationship, and that Ryzen had abused her emotionally and physically. She said that she released her frustrations about the relationship on the night of the fire. Um, Ryzen refuted the claim, stating that while he returned home, um, while he returned home from a a nightclub completely sober at 5 a.m., because that's when people roll in from a nightclub completely sober, it was Lopez who was the aggressor. Ryzen admitted to admitted to slapping Lisa, and you know what you also have to keep in mind too is this is before the NFL gave a damn. Yeah, about yeah. their yeah, players beating their girlfriends and, and, their and this was always yeah. the mo- this was always the most interesting thing to me he admitted slapping her yeah but that don't justify wait a minute setting my shoes on fire well wait a minute no no, no. hold on hold on yeah that was i got a quote here for yeah. you yeah rice admitted to slapping lisa as he said not to hurt her but to calm her down oh like the lady on airplane yeah because that it was works too, yeah too yeah, sometimes when Renee watching a movie and she getting scared, you and she's her. like, "Oh, instead of her putting the covers over her head, I just slap her." Sure, because that know, always because you, you know what calms me down. That calms yeah. a woman down like slapping her or, right. or patting him on the head. Or patting him on the head. Yeah, yeah. tell him don't worry. She should have caught him on fire instead of the shoes. <laughs> yeah. Even better. No, wait a minute. So even better. So that didn't work. We were inside the house now, and I picked her up and slammed her on the bed and sat on her because yeah. that calms people down too. That was a bad... He still couldn't control her, so he claims that he left and went on a 20-mile walk. Which is, you know, he's probably an athlete. He probably does walk a lot, but... uh, A 20-mile walk? Yeah. It's a jaunt. That is a jaunt. So, it was after... He got his steps in that day. It was (laughs) after... Yeah, he did. It was after he left home 
when Lisa filled the bathtub full of Ryson's expensive and prized sneaker collection and caught him oh, on fire. Oh, she, she put the whole See, damn I, collection I, I, in I there. I don't understand sneaker collection. I'm sorry. I just don't get uh, No, that. I don't get it I mean, either. the people, you know, you go, you pay thousands of dollars for used sneakers. On. Oh, dude, my, oh, my niece's husband has, I mean, he has just literally thousands of dollars worth of gym shoes. Yeah. See, but I mean, you can buy them used. You pay yeah, thousands yeah. of dollars. My older, my oldest son loves. Like I mean, loves new shoes. Like he is forever with the new shoes. I'm like, what is your? Okay, so I don't he, have that many pair of shoes. Yeah, I'm talking. So no, I didn't Andre you. had a shoe fetish. He and, had a shoe thing. Well, I wouldn't call it a fetish. He had a shoe thing. And she okay. was a pyromaniac. And she threw it in the, she threw <laughs> no, him in the tub and caught him on fire. She was pissed at him. Uh, Lisa explained to the police that her intent was only to burn Rice's sneaker collection. And that why she that's why she put him in the bathtub to burn him. She claims she did not intend to burn down the entire house. Which well, makes I could, sense. I could go if along you, with that. Yeah, because if you're going to burn the house, you just burn the house. Right. You, don't, you, don't have to you throw the gym shoes in the middle of the living room. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, nevertheless, Lisa was arrested for arson. Um, from there, legal processes took place, and she was charged with felony arson and given $75,000 bail. She was tried for arson and got off with a $10,000 fine five years probation and time in a halfway house. Um, the way the picture was painted, of course, uh, Andre was the victim and Lisa was crazy. Well, he, now did he even get charged with domestic violence? Because no. he admits, why to, would they, he admits yeah, to slapping her, but they he didn't admits, do that. Then he's an athlete. Yeah, but he, I mean, still even not, an, an oh, yeah, you right. act he like you're new. He should have been, been. He yeah. been but he wasn't. This was before anybody gave a damn. And actually, it's not like they really give a damn now. There's just more cell phones, and there's well, cameras it, everywhere, and a, people catch it. And it's PR now. The problem right. Is I, see, I can <laughs> see myself coming home at 5 in the morning and then slapping Renee. You By would never 6 a.m., I would be on fire. Sure. Yes. She burned the goddamn be. house down. Yeah. You, you should be on fire. It'd be one of those um, burning bed situations. But that representation really bothered Lisa, that she was crazy and that Andre was the victim. Because she was, what, five foot two yeah, and he was, was six foot something. She was a victim of domestic violence. So after being sued by Lloyd's of London, which had insured Rison's mansion, Lopez and TLC filed for bankruptcy in 1995. The second TLC item, Crazy Sexy Cool, went on to sell 10 million copies and spawned hits including Creep and Waterfalls. Often considered the group's signature song, Waterfalls was an international hit, topping the charts in many different territories. Not my favorite song by them. Really? I Not like my it. favorite. It I like it. it. It's okay, but it sense. got overplayed when it, it don't was don't make popular. any sense at all. Okay. Chasing Waterfalls. It's like saying... Don't go chasing the Grand Canyon. Well, you don't you don't go it, chasing no. parking lots. Have you ever I listened mean, to the words? <clears throat> I'm it's, just saying. So that like, being no. Don't move. Don't sell drugs. Don't have sex with people. Unsafe sex. That's what it's about. It was about AIDS and drug use. Yes. So, but it's not my favorite. It got overplayed. That's a weird metaphor. It, but it was it was their pop hit. The song spent seven weeks at number one on the Billboard Hot 100, much like us, giving the group their second U.S. number one. Uh, the song was the number two song of the year on Billboard's 1995 year-end chart. Waterfalls also peaked at number one in New Zealand, Switzerland, and Germany while reaching the top ten in many other countries. It received critical acclaim, earning two Grammy nominations at the 38th Annual Grammy Awards in 96 for Record of the Year and Best Pop Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocals. But that, that's probably their best known or No Scrubs, would you say? I love No Scrubs. Do you think No Scrubs is better known than Waterfalls? 
No, but I oh, love No Scrubs. Is Casey Kasem alive? No. No, he's oh. dead. Man, they had a that, Yeah, it's been a whole body. thing. It's yeah. whole thing, man. We have to do a podcast on him one day. I need to be... You know what? I could replace him. Nope. I no. could be Colonel Kasem. He was... No, because no. he was the voice of Shaggy, you and you might be able him. to replace him and when you die when they're shipping his body all over the world. That yeah, is. they are trying to hide it. Yeah. yeah. Why are they trying to hide his body? They, it's they had it's a, custody, a dispute between uh, his wife and his kids. Yeah, it's settled now, but for a long time, his body... Is it? Yeah, his body was like... Um, no, they didn't know where his body was at. <laughs> yeah. Well, the wife hid it. Yeah, uh, kind of like the Ted Williams thing. Remember mm-hmm. when Ted Williams died? Yeah, he was this, hang, hung up somewhere. I his wife though. I can't. His wife is something. Casey Kasem. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Story, but do I you remember? But you know. Do you remember? You know who she is though, right? I don't know. Okay. Do you ever watch Cheers? Yes. Carla's husband? Yes. The hockey player or the? I uh, know not. The no. Player, the, the the other I, one. I know you're talking about. Carla's husband. The new wife that oh, yeah. he had, the yeah. blonde, the real oh, tall yeah, blonde yeah, with the, the blonde, ponytail. Yeah. That's Casey Kasem's uh, wife. I knew she was blonde, but I didn't know. I was yeah, one. she's okay. crazy. Okay. All right, so, but despite the success. We don't know she's crazy. Well, she's you, you, you hide a body. To be to hide a body like that from their kids. Your impression of her is that she's. That is my impression okay. that she's a lawyer. Timmy's lawyer side's coming out yes. over here. But well, it's, well, the, the, it's, it's not like you passed the bar. She's, <clears throat> she's dragging a dead body around with <laughs> yeah, her. I'm I don't, gonna, yeah, I know. I'm sure she's not a. Uh, uh, Sane. I, I've no, I'm mind. sure she's not. Uh, adverse to taking legal action, so <laughs> I don't know. What's dragging a dead do? body all over? Who me? Well, she's like in a family. They're in the. They had a big dispute with the family over the remains. I don't know. Anyway, we don't know about it. Go so, on. despite the success, uh, TLC was still four million in debt because of the contracts they'd signed with Pebbles. Damn, they did. I thought after the bankruptcy, they didn't learn their lesson. A court case freed them from the contracts and allowed them to release oh, their you third didn't album. Burn down a mansion. That's a couple million right <laughs> yeah, there. That's right. True. Uh, released their third album, Fan Mail, which included the singles No Scrubs and Unpretty. The album topped the U.S. charts album charts for five weeks and won the Grammy for the best R&B the following year. The Supremes were the only female group with more U.S. number one singles. But Lisa was yearning for an outlet for her solo creativity. In 2000, she collaborated with Spice Girl Melanie C., on worldwide hit Never Be the Same Again and was also working on her debut solo album. I do not remember that song. That album, Supernova, was released on August 16th of 2001. I think she had Tupac. I think she had recorded a song with Tupac before he died. Uh, I would hope it was before he died. Uh, Chosen because it was the date her father had died as well as the date that he had been born. You know, the Colonel's good friends with Suge Knight. Mm -hmm. Of course. Uh, That'll get his ass killed. Suge was not as bad as... People thought, I mean, he was not a bad man. Lisa had a keen interest in astrology and numerology. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And all of that added to her superstitious nature. Lisa's reputation for eccentricity and unpredictability was enhanced when she was reported missing in September of that year after failing to attend family and press events. I remember that. You remember when that happened? I do remember that. It turns out Lisa was safe but far from the spotlight. In the late 1990s, Lisa had visited Honduras and had fallen in love with the country. She'd started to get her life together by spending quiet time there and cutting down on her partying. In Honduras, Lisa found satisfaction and a a degree of sobriety by working with the orphans in the Central American country. She fell in love with the country's beauty and the culture. Lisa soon bought a condominium in Honduras as a way to escape from her notoriety and the intense media coverage in the United States. In Honduras, she wasn't a troubled rap star. She could simply be Lisa. 
She spent her time on the country's beautiful beaches and doing volunteer work at an orphanage in Roma, Honduras. Lisa was still technically in a relationship with Andre Risen, but the relationship was not progressing quickly enough for her. Now nearing 30, Lisa desperately wanted to become a mother and start a family. It was around this time that Lisa met a young mother struggling with alcohol and drug abuse. After unsuccessfully um, trying to help the woman get clean, Lisa agreed to formally adopt her nine-year-old daughter named Snow. Lisa was now a mother. Enjoying what she described as a life-changing experience, Lisa sought to adopt another child while in Honduras. Sadly, she would not get the opportunity. Lisa had intended to return soon to the United States and begin a solo world tour. Her management company was in the process of filming a documentary on Lisa's life, including her life in Honduras. The documentary would be released leading up to the world tour. Now, it is is an odd coincidence here, Timmy. On April 6, 2002, shortly before her own death, Lisa was a passenger in a traffic accident that resulted in the death of a 10-year-old Honduran boy. Yes, it's still in Honduras, right? Yeah, it's come. It's commonplace in Honduras to walk through the these winding roads, and it's often difficult to see pedestrians. Yeah, we were kind of talking about that yesterday when we were talking to Dr. Jeff, because they live down mm-hmm. in the Caribbean. Yeah. And the roads, it, they're two ways a lot of times, but yeah. people drive on the side of the roads. and it, the, I mean, it's just... There's um, not enough room. They're yeah. trails, basically, yeah. for cars. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, the boy, uh, Baron... Azul Fuentes Lopez was struck, was following behind his brothers and sisters when he stepped off the median strip after 9 p.m. and was struck by a van driven by Stephanie, Lisa's personal assistant. Now, Lisa's party stopped and loaded the boy into the car. Lisa cradled the dying boy's bleeding head in her arms and gave him mouth-to-mouth as they rushed him to a nearby hospital. He died the next day due to internal bleeding, and she was just devastated by this tragedy, this unexpected thing. Now, she paid nearly $4,000 for the boy's medical expenses. In addition, she paid for the child's funeral, and she gave the family additional money, although it was apparently agreed upon by the authorities that the boy's family and the boy's family, um, the death was just an unforeseeable tragedy. Yeah, so, you know... No she blame has this, was placed she has on the this, driver. She has this accident. And, well, she mm. wasn't involved with it. She was, it happened in her car where this kid gets killed in Atlanta. Yeah. You know, in 93 or whatever. Now in 2002, she has this, they run over this kid. Yeah, and she's got a, she's dragging him in the back of the van, holding on to him and trying to dies. save him as he's dying. Yeah, yeah. that's got to be, I, I really can't imagine many things more horrific than that, Timmy. Yeah. Um, but but really, it was one of those things that just, you know. So anyway, in a documentary which was later released as The Last Days of Left Eye, Lisa is shown choosing a casket for the child from a local funeral home. Earlier in the documentary, Lopez mentioned that she had felt a presence of a spirit, spirit I'm sorry, Timmy, following her. And was struck by the fact that the child killed in the accident shared a similar last name, even thinking that the spirit may have made a mistake by taking his life instead of hers. It was a little boy's last name was Lopez. Yeah. Yeah. Now, she was visually disturbed by the accident. She told her friends that she felt like the spirit of death had been trying to take her out and took the boy by mistake. And in the documentary, 
She admitted to having dreams about her own death. It would not be long before tragedy struck again. Now, on April 25, 2002, Lisa and nine other people, including her sister, Raindrop Lopez, were in a rented SUV driving on a highway outside La Cieba, Honduras. Now, nine other people. You got ten people in a rented SUV. I guess in the big ones, maybe you could yeah. fit them. But yeah. And that's got to be, I guess, an extended SUV. And there was a cameraman in there. Yeah, he was like in the front seat filming this while this is occurring. Well, I, if you two would let me continue with my part of it, okay, I was about going. to read okay. a cameraman in the front passenger seat was videotaping for the documentary at the time. So the last seconds leading up to the swerve that resulted in the fatal accident were recorded on video. Yeah, and you, you guys have all seen, you both seen the video. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I've seen it. It's available on YouTube. If um, Lisa was driving. She attempted to pass a car when a truck approached from the other lane, forcing her to veer sharply to the left and immediately to the right as she tried to avoid this oncoming car. The Mitsubishi Montero she was driving, now that shouldn't have had 10 people in it, um, careened off the highway, struck two trees, flipped over several times. Lisa and three other passengers were shown thrown from the vehicle. And if you look at the thing, I don't think she's got a seatbelt on. Yeah. In there. Yeah, um, they, it's 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 um, <clears throat> they were passing this. It looked like a case, like you get at the Coca Cola Museum. I don't know if yeah, you noticed. Yeah, that. but it was like a little case. And I don't know. It had CDs in it or something. And they were passing it to the passenger. Someone was passing it. I don't know if it was Lisa or someone in the front seat was passing it to someone in the back. And it seemed like for that split second, she might have lost. Uh, uh, or she gave. She wasn't concentrating. She wasn't concentrating on the yeah. road now. Yeah. Yeah. Now this is a. It's, it's. It's. Pay attention when you're driving. When you got ten people in the car, just one people person. In well, the I mean, car. it only takes a second. That, yeah. I think it. It wasn't like she was, you know, like wreck, you know, driving like a crazy person. Right. It was, it was a, just a moment. And she thing. was on what they considered a highway in Honduras, which was to us it'd be uh, a to two lane road. A, yeah. Glenway Avenue, yeah. not even that. Yeah. Just a two, yeah. Now, none of the eight passengers were seriously injured. There's three people thrown out of the vehicle, Lisa and three others. Nobody else is really seriously injured, but Lisa was killed instantly, dying of a massive blow to the head and a fracture at the base of her cranium, which is her skull devil. Um, an autopsy really? revealed there were no drugs in al- or alcohol in Lisa's system at the time of the accident. Her funeral, Timmy, was held at New Birth Missionary Baptist Church in Lithonia, Georgia, on May 2, 2002. Thousands of people attended, engraved upon her casket with lyrics to her portion of Waterfall, stating, Dreams are hopeless, aspirations, and hopes of coming true. Believe in yourself. The rest is up to me and you. I see you should have wrapped that. Yes, well, you should have done you know, that. The colonel, the colonel was in Barry White mode. It was, okay. it was hard to switch back to, uh, to uh, my Tupac mode. Okay. Lisa Nicole Lopez was buried in Hillendale Memorial Gardens in Lithonia, Georgia. She was just 30 years old, Timmy. 30 years old. You could have dated her, Timmy. Heck, yeah. Well, 30 she years probably old. wouldn't have dated me, but yeah. Uh, she was a, in 2003, shortly after her death, her family started the Lisa Lopez Foundation, a charitable group dedicated to providing neglected and abandoned youth with the resources necessary to increase their quality of life. 
In August 2002, the foundation hosted a charity auction selling items donated by celebrities. It raised approximately $5,000 for the Hogado Ma Home of Love, an orphanage in Honduras. You know what? Now, having sold over 65 million records worldwide, they're the best-selling American girl group in second worldwide. Well, yeah, and some. I mean, the that was you know, 65 million today. So they sold. Obviously, they sold a lot of them after Lisa's yeah. death. But you know what? Now, think about that. As big a star as she is, and they and they had a fundraiser, and raised five thousand dollars. Yeah. You think it would? Yeah, it did. I mean, low. you think they could get some of her friends? They or had, whatever? Well, you know, now they have a concert every year in, in the Left Eye Concert in Atlanta, and they raise funds for that orphanage through that. So I think it's like an ongoing thing. Yeah, and now here I, I have a little problem with this. VH1 ranked <clears throat> TLC as the greatest female group, placing them at number twelve on the list of one hundred greatest women in music. Now, I don't know about them being the greatest female. Well, you got uh, the Supreme. They were number twelve. You got the no, no. Number twelve. Number overall. twelve of the oh. greatest women in music. But well, they uh, outsold the Supremes, though. Yeah, but Justin Bieber outsold a lot of people. I wouldn't well, put him. It's, as, it's Justin all, Bieber it's outsold relative, Frank Sinatra. You in the nineties, they were Stars the spreading. Probably the. I mean, you'd say Brandy. Yeah, but I would not. I would not yeah. name them. The, would you name them the greatest female group? You got the Ronettes. You got. The oh, they're bigger than the Ronettes. I yeah. Don't know. I don't know, Timmy. I, I mean, I'm when you think about it. You know, and, and not to criticize your era, but not a lot of good music came out of the 90s, I don't think. She's going to kill you. Do, I mean, do you really think so? She has the yeah. look. She, if her looks could kill right now. I, I don't, I don't feel right. like... tremendous music I, came out of the 90s. Uh, some, but it was a decade of great lost... great music. I mean, to me, it, it was wasn't. a decade of lost time for music. It well, was because, not... because, you know, um, nothing big came out for Bruce, so no, simmer Bruce down. No, Bruce had some very significant no. albums. But, but, Did he? Because it wasn't significant to me. Okay, continue, Colonel. Um, if you would like to support the foundation, it's at www.lisalopezfoundation.org. Yeah. They, um, continue. they continue to tour with New Kids... Uh, most recently, New Kids on the Block, Karen Barnes, little freak. She's a big New Kids on the Block fan. Love the New Kids. Yeah. You and love the New Kids, too? I do. I think they're touring this year, and they got a new album coming out. I right? saw them at Timberwolf. They are touring this year, yeah. Their final album, they're releasing a final album, their fifth album, and I think it's due out in June, Colonel? PLC. I do not know when it is. Yeah, if you uh, had the latest. June 30th, 2017. Thank you. Thank you. Brandy, your final thoughts on... Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Uh, you know, it's a shame. It was she really was. It was stra- it was it was very tragic. Her death was tragic. Because that was like a big thing for your your era, your mm-hmm. generation, right? Wasn't as big as Prince, but it was a big deal. Yeah, Colonel, you're but fun- he, you know even Prince didn't do much in the nineties. Would you say? I mean, I don't think he, he did, did much stuff in the nineties, and it he didn't did matter. Stuff, I mean, it doesn't. No, he wrote and he did all kinds of stuff. You know, I cannot even have this conversation with you. Colonel, your final thoughts on Lisa Lepi My final Lopez. thoughts are, you know, she she obviously she made some very good music. They are, were a very good group. Um, she made some poor personal choices, but she wasn't, you know, what you would. She didn't she didn't seem to have, other than making some poor, you know, in her, in her love life, making some poor choices. She didn't seem to have that, you know, 
in her contract. She didn't have that craziness, the crazy alcohol thing, the drug thing. She didn't have crazy alcohol thing. Huh? She was a drunk. She was, she was crazy alcoholic. Yeah, but, but she I wasn't mean, as I think that got exaggerated because she burned the house down, you know. Yeah, and that didn't. That yeah. didn't help her reputation, but I don't really think she was at the abnormal. Time, at least I mean, at the time she died, she was a partier. She was just, yeah. you know, well, like she everybody was a young else. Girl. I mean, she was in her twenties or thirty at the time of her death, and she died far, okay. far too soon. Far too soon. Uh, Brandy, uh, you have our listener of the week. I do. I have our listener of the week, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna read what was sent to me. So just know that I'm not making this stuff up. So our and, listener and, uh, and Jen asked that you put some energy into this. So did she want did she? me to read this? Because you sure she wanted your um, what okay, would you I'm, call it? Non-emotive. Uh, what we're gonna do is get through dead this. inside. I'm, go ahead. Go ahead. So, the, so the question was posed to her: Where are you from currently well, and originally? Let's say who it is. You already did. It's Jen Wicks. It is Jen Wicks. You already announced that. Yes. Okay. So. I didn't need to say that because you already you, had. for being our listener of the week. You stepped on an intro, Timmy. I'm sorry. As usual. I would never do that. Well, you do all the time, so it doesn't matter. I would never intentionally matter. do that. So, originally... I must have been out of my mind. <laughs> originally, she is you from all amount, the fuck Timmy. over the place. She was born in Massachusetts. She's lived in New York, California, Virginia, North Carolina, and New Jersey. She a hobo? She is currently residing in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, she has family in New York, New Jersey, Louisiana, and a few other states. Uh, she said, I know you didn't need all that info. Just read the damn script. So I, I am. I wonder if she knows. Uh, that's good advice. I wish she would follow that all the time. She, mm. she lives. I wonder if she knows like Luke Bryan, those guys. I'm she sure she does because Tennessee's not a big state well, at she all. She lives in Nashville. No, Nashville's not a big town. That's where we're going to have Dweebcom uh, 2018. Are we? Yeah. Sweet. Mm -hmm. All right. So her family status. She has been with her dear husband for 18 years. Oh, congratulations. That's a long she, time. She's married to a deer? Yes. A, big, uh, a buck? Yes. She met him while roller skating at a rink in New Jersey. Their wedding anniversary is coming up, Timmy. It's on May the 14th. Well, happy anniversary. Yes. They forget. Both of them forget every year. Well, let us remind you. Yeah. Hopefully this will remind you. Yeah. They have one son, Zach. He is 14. He's he says cute. God. I've seen his picture. Well, I've seen him too. Uh, she says he's 14. God help me. Yeah, girl, that's, yeah, just Godspeed with that one. Uh, and they have a daughter. Her name is Zaylee, and she is 11. And she says, God help everyone else. She's a very, very cute girl. Yeah. I see them out shopping. She's gorgeous kids. Pick, pictures, yeah. yeah. Um, they're, they are the reason that she is here and for everything that she does in her life. So I, I understand that. Um, what is your passion? She says her passion is to be the best me I can be, laugh, live, laugh, love, and do everything on my bucket list before I kick it. The Brass Ass and Brads are now on that list. Thank you, Tim. Oh, the strip clubs in uh, Indianapolis and Cincinnati. Newport. Yes. Yes. Uh, how long have you been listening to the show? She says she's been listening since mid-January of this year, of 2017. Uh, she loves history podcasts, actually anything history, and she found us by accident. Um, but she says fate is never really accidental. She thinks that we are incredibly smart, caring, and we all are lucky to learn and laugh with us. Oh, that's nice. I think that's sweet, sweet and misguided. Very sweet. It's disturbing. I'm smart. I don't know you guys. <laughs> well, yeah, but you're not caring, so. No, yeah, not. you're I'm not caring. caring at all. 
What did she say? Smart, caring, and what? Uh, smart and caring, and that everybody is lucky to laugh and learn with us. Yeah, I think I don't know that neither any of us possess either of those traits. Uh, well, Timmy's smart enough, I suppose. I'm a caring motherfucker. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so what? What is her favorite episode? And it says any episode where where you say say my name, bitch. And I was instructed to yell that, but I didn't want to scare anybody, so I just okay, said it loudly. Good. Uh, she really enjoys every episode, and usually forget what the podcast is about while laughing hysterically and looking hey, like a general that, fool. I put a lot of work in these scripts. <laughs> oh, so you're goddamn Bob Ross. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, let me tell you something. My Hemingway. brother says. Here's my brother. He says, "Oh, I love the show. It's funnier than hell." He said. I don't really listen to the stories, though. I said, well, Excuse me, do you know you know how those stories just don't write themselves? <laughs> God damn it! Here, here you go, Hemingway. <laughs> I, that's about three people today that said I don't really know about the stories. But Chuck and Brandy are funny. Basically, Chuck and Brandy. And I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to dismiss um, your research, your writing, which is prolific. Thank you, Colonel. Um, it just does not seem no, to impact. His writing it. is prophylactic. Prophylactic, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm having tech. I'm sexting right now. <laughs> of course you are. Of course you are. Actually, I'm having sex right this minute. Not even sexting. I'm so grossed <laughs> out by all of this. Okay, so I could read it to you. If nope. You like. <laughs> let no. me answer Barry White into that. No. But, Do you have any personal messages? Oh, let, let's let the Colonel. Uh, let, let's oh, just let no. the Colonel you know read. My, this, read this I'm text. already in pain. I'm already in pain. <laughs> That's right. Can I not, not just get through? This is Jen's Lick time. my clit. You oh, better not Jesus let Christ. nothing drop. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Can't oh, get enough. Oh. For, can't get enough for your love, oh, baby. My God. I got to sing some Barry White because Timmy over here. If I could just can't jam a pin through my ears. Oh, come on. That was worth reading. You just took. Lick my clit and do not drop. Do not let anything drop. I'm telling oh. you now, boy. You get it all. Get it uh, all. I don't uh, care if your, I I, care if your all, chin look like a glazed donut time, when you're Which I think is let's rude. Get, let's get back to Jen West. You're both rude and yeah. disgusting. <laughs> Nasty fuckers. I don't need that seat. God, now I can't put my earphones I back got, on. I got another. I got another. Nope. <laughs> Quit. We're on Jen's time. All right, let's get she on. has any personal messages or shout outs that she would like to give. Of course, she wants to give a shout out to her girl Amber. Yes, and all the uh, other Amber is uh, Amber and Jen are now uh, mods on her on her page, and we they really are. appreciate their help. Uh, they want she wants to give a shout out to my girl Amber and all the other fine ladies that make up the Colonel's bad girls. I want to thank you three. Oh, yeah. I assume that's us for making such a safe place for all of us demented folks. Giving me a place to curse like the trucker my husband used to be, and for tolerating my bullshit at a generally tough time of year for me. And then she says, "Fuck winter time." And I feel that. And finally, a shout out to Nate the Great, Lucky Boy. Your mom's a badass, and I think that is Amber's child. That's Amber's child. little boy. Yeah. Yes. So, and then she says, "Thank you very much. Thank you, Amber, for all that information. I'm sorry that Timmy was so no. fucking rude." Why don't you thank as Jen, to, Jen for that information? Or Jen, sorry. Yes. I'm sorry that you know Tim was so fucking rude. Well, well she, you threw she, me all off. She can. Uh, I tell you what. You know, Jen Wicks appreciates a good sex. She sex. would appreciate you know a what? good sex. Here's the thing. I don't, I'm sitting here, not appreciating it because it's on Timmy's phone, and that just creeps me out. Look, I I write the scripts. 
I research the script. You write the songs that make the whole I research the scripts. I write the scripts. When you guys talk, I let you talk. I don't interrupt. I just motherfucker, what? I just sit here on my phone and have erotic conversations through sex. You're a lion rat fucker. Now, how do you have that kind of sexting and not masturbate? That's what masturbate the sex. You don't have to do. No, because here's the thing. Somebody says me. He uh, is. Wait a minute. You know who he is? He's the guy on the other end of the sex line. You know, with rollers in her hair and the nightgown, knitting, cigarette uh, hanging out. Knitting. Yeah, baby. <laughs> because I know you knitting know we went out to Do- yeah. we went out with Doctor Jeff yesterday and Don, and we you know we uh, had a picture taken with him. Okay. Well, you tell me, Colonel. And one of our members you said, tell me, "Would you do her?" Hey, you. Oh hell yeah! Attractive. She's a pretty girl. Thank oh, you. I bang that drum slowly. Yeah, no, I think you'd have to bang it quickly and get out before she slits your throat. <laughs> before she realizes. Well, well, if you're gonna. Well, but anyway, it, it, but I just say if you have to, if you're gonna lick her clit, she expects you to not let anything. <laughs> not let anything. Don't worry, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm. Well, she's uh, made that abundantly clear. My idea of sexting is this: I have one of our listeners, and I won't name who. Uh-huh. Um, just send me a, a very nice message. It said, "Hey, you look you look very good in that picture." Mm-hmm. I went home and masturbated, as you should. That was sexting to, to me. To to you masturbated to your own picture. Uh, yeah, well, but, of course yeah. he did. No, and, I, and, I, I, and, I I was reading and, the text. And, no, and, I, let, and put that in context because we took a picture of I took a picture of you. That's what I said. And Brandy and Doctor Jeff and, and Don. Yeah. And I gave you credit. I said you looked a little. If you looked a little exhausted, you changed Brandy's I tire. I changed the devil's tire. She went had into a flat the whole tire. shit all of my yeah. day. Brandy picked me up to give me a ride to lunch, and she she ran over something, got a flat tire. So <laughs> that the, piece of metal was huge. It was size of my fucking guardrail i don't know how she got that so kind the of colonel, metal the colonel graciously changed the tire and then we took his photo right after that so if he looks like he just had sex nope he didn't look like that that's well, well somebody I mean, he was winded and he was i didn't have that glow yeah, he but wasn't anyway, winded. It's not like he picked the car up himself. I had to lift Jack, Jack that up. I had well, they we should have vid- Facebook lived it because I lifted up the car with one hand, changed yeah. the tire with the other. Yeah, it was amazing. But, uh, it's all right, of, Colonel. Give us to give some shout outs. You know what? We got Timmy. I know you got to get out of here. We got six minutes yeah, right. before yes, you got to get out of here. Do us, I, a, do us I, a call. I believe we could get them all. Not hit it. I believe we can get them all. Hit six it. minutes. Time me, Timmy. You ready? Yes. Go. The lovely Tasha. Lovely Tasha and Miss Ophelia. All right, if you do, uh, you are inter- you're interrupting. No, I'm saying already one name. Just name them. Don't you don't have to give description. Okay, to name them. Jeff Girdley, Sam Hildebrand, Linda, of course, Middleton, Missy Dean Horton, Britton, Chris, Celine, Catherine Richardson, Teresa Slavin, Tommy Boomershine, Shonda and Larry, all of the Trowbridges, Colton. Phyllis Munson, Aaron Wentz, Donna Curran, Brian and Lisa Lawton, Olivia Maia, Jim Bolden, Katja, Kate McCarthy, Bridget Clavey, Byron Snellings, Denny Mack, William Truax, Amber Amberson, Gina Spillane, Trixie, Stephanie Quick, Sydney, Mike, Sydney and Michael, Donna Hellman, Laura O'Reilly, Gabby Lewis, John Cunningham, Bond, Gene Bond, Dave Lampier, Julia Miller, Maggie Glover, Poet Laureate of the group, Jeff Appel, Christine, Bourgeois. Katie, Morehead, Mary Ray, Andy Valley, Charmusku, Keith Frosty, Becky Mitchell, Vicki Ann Wallace, Steve Miller, Nick and Molly, Natasha Davis, Neil Eagleton, Stewie Benton, 
Tracy Busby, Ali Nett, Christine Howard, Thomas Tui, TJ Youngblood, Robin Sanchez, Timmy checking his phone again, Colleen Madsen, Aaron Fowler, Rebecca Montanle, Mike Eisenhower, Daniel Fredrickson, Andy Spracho, to Toby Deese, Nancy Jalapeno, Kim Kazmersky Kamikaze, Jennifer Hawkins, Tara Chinchilla, Chicago Lindsay O'Brien, Sonyana, Eddie Rushing, Yoel Handler, Sammy James, uh, Josh Hill, Laura McNally, Monroe Blake, Allison Shields, Cheryl Pierce, Tracy Harper, Amy Payne, Tyra Jenkins, Danielle Fredrickson, Christian Dormer, Little Emmy Waterfall, Susan Angles, Kirsten Davidson, Don Gordon, John Gray, Dave Hill, Rachel Hore, um, Eric Dwight, Sarah Morgan, Erica Clements, Becky Omelette, Steph Glenn, Christina Hodges, Christina Montana, Maria Barber, Jennifer Potts, Cindy Overstreet Hamilton, um, Paul Mampilli, Mike Arnold, Melissa Lubrano, Brittany Powell, all of our Heathers, Heather Hall, Heather Poole, Heather Marshall, Terry Helmsley, Kevin Beham, Mike Tabor, John Yankee, Jeff Hopkins, Mark Hammermeister, Maddie Kinnan, Pavlava, Amelia Roscoe, Michael Daniel, Michelle Heverin, Bob Keel, Seth Morell, Jessica Bishop, Liz Evans, Brenda Deutsch, Stacey Lynn, Jeff Dolan, Marion Buckwald, Jennifer Miller, Kelsey Fro, Susanna Sheldon, Genesis uh, Alicia Lopez, Poppy May Fares, Skip Bayou, Callie Jones, Brandy Deese, Andy Smizer, Dan Hamer, Norma DiMaggio, Karen Alden, Angie L, Megan Smith, Carla Nelson, Jessica Winchester, Anita Darden, Nancy Weller, Kirsten Andreasen, Valerie Murray, Tammy Ennis, um, Leah McAllister, Tamara Kohler, Stephanie Pauling, Lauren Meredith, Leah McGraw, Annie Harris, Katie Gregg, Christina Stenson, Marissa Sanchez, Michael Deu. How am I doing, Timmy? How am I doing? Three minutes. Oh, man. Only got two rows to go to. Kelly Caldwell, Jennifer Sabota, Laura Meredith, Ainsley Hallett, Ronnie Rhodes, Sophia Panther, Aaron Shipley, J. Alfred Hall. Oh, I got to move that one there, too. Um, Ali Nett, Susie Randall, Deborah Chappelle, Danielle Jones, Brittany Martin, Margot Donahue. Jamie Metcalf, Meg Van Sill, Allison Schneider, Sarah Taylor, Ramoni Howard, Nitan Sill, Kim Bennett, Rachel Hummer, Lauren Mayer, Molly Fontenot, Jasmine Whitney, Stacey Gutierrez, Alan Dobbs, James Rion, Melanie Young, Donnie Young, Andaza, Carol Nash, Elizabeth Rolt, Mark Farnham, Paul Kimes, uh, Chris Swanson, Andrea Odell, Rob Roy, Mac Brookins, Joe Lamont, Gerard Howard, Leah Pangburn, Natalie Parsons, Todd Long, Lauren Feller, Ron Ratchke, Terry Pickett, Holly Schreiber, Madge Payne, Lindy Lada, Marcus Molina, Tommy Lane, Teresa Arthur, Tina Reeves, Kaz Every, Rosanna Fitton, Jason Yankee, I think I already had him, um, Lydia, Kristen Whiting, Kim Stroop, who mentioned you in yes um, podcast we listened to thank you very much very sweet of you um just justin brudeau p 
Peter Fulmer, Chris Lane, Mike Hound, Sabone, Lavelle, Brooke Smith, Tony Marcella, Sarah Morgan, MJ Howard, Jill Phoenix, Stacey Flynn, Marissa Rhodes, Megan Harper, Catherine Richardson, Alicia Wren, Diane Huff, Julie Jordan, Teresa Klingensmith, Fiona Crisp from Australia, Brianna Mara, Belinda Hugh, Brooke Johnson, Casey Wilcox, Shirley Strap, Andrew Dayton, Christy Lee, Samantha Gent, Amber Fresh, Michelle Heverin, Danielle Bassett, uh, Cassandra Berger, Hannah Groskopf, Adrian Meredith, Navano, Jessica Wolford, Megan Norsworthy, Virginia Massey, Nancy Decker, Nick Johnson, Rachel Crack, Lindsay White, Paula Kimes, Jess Swafford, Carolyn Stoffel, Maria Ortez, Brandy UC, Brianne Stewart, Mike Sevenson, Carrie Amsel, Susan Capitano, Kelly Charette, Charles Dent, Trish Cream Puff, Michael Hound, James Rian, and of course we got the Colonel's crew. We got a new member of the Colonel's crew, Kirsty Ramsden, and Hollywood. Hollywood, um, yes. Yes, she is. Um, Jessica Barrett, MJ Howard, or Amber Croup, Jamie Tarantino, Maja, Donna Hellman, Rachel Marie Flynn, and I will stop there. Rachel, we hope you're getting better and feeling feeling better. Um, she's been a little under the weather, so. Jennifer, of course. Jen Wicks, Liz Keating, lovely, love, sorry, I'm not allowed to say that. Fallon, Radika. Radika. Um, Radika, who has said she would marry me. No, she's marrying Angela me. Angela Cobes, Monica Agostino, Tiffany, Shannon, Amanda, Bocce Ball. Although she might not marry me now that I have a sex mate, sexting mate. Yeah, sexting Jesus. mate. Jessica Williams. It really isn't. It, it doesn't mean anything to me, Radika. <laughs> Francis Dodden. It really doesn't. Janet Fitzgerald, Karen Barnes, um, who's. I said it's going to see new kids. Jennifer Burdick, Sarah Bloom, wonderful Nicola, Ali, and Charlie, of course. From the Insight Podcast. From the Insight Podcast. Angie Ball. And all, we always end with lovely Lady Beverly. And we hope you're doing well over there in England. And the one, the only, she's our first, she's our last. She's our everything. Dottie Scott. Yes. And, uh, took, went yesterday with mom. To How are we doc- doing, Timmy? Doctor's appointment. And she's doing fine. Uh, you're two minutes over, but that's okay. That wasn't bad. I got the whole sheet in. That's Brandy, 200 people. My question for you is, where can people find us? They can find us on Facebook. Yeah. We have two pages, History Dweebs. But where we really interact with our group is History Dweebs, the podcast Facebook group. Please join us. We have a lot of fun there, don't we, Brandy? Sure. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at History Dweebs One. You can follow Brandy at Brandy Vinay, V E N N A. Yep. And you can follow the Colonel at Hawk Waters. You can also find us on iTunes. And if you do, please leave us a review. We've had some, uh, even though we had a bad review this week, we've had some really, really nice reviews. And we had 16 five stars in a row at uh, one point. Uh, Angie Ball left us a very nice review. Um, Jexy eight eight 
uh, left us a very nice review. Lady uh, Calais, uh, I think I'm saying that, C-H-H-E-Y, left, left us a very nice review. Uh, Luna we got Love, nice reviews. Luna Lovecraft. Yeah, but I want to point them out. I want to give them credit. Uh, and Film Vault fan uh, all gave us very nice reviews, five-star reviews. Thank you all very, very much. We appreciate that. If you give us a five-star review on iTunes, we will give you a shout-out on our next podcast. Uh, we are also going to be at CrimeCon. We are. Uh, at least we're going to be in Indianapolis uh, yes. for meetups on January 9th, 10th. 9th and 10th. 9th and 10th, which is a Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to be in Indianapolis on, for CrimeCon, please let us know because we'd love to meet up with you. Until next time, uh, take care, everyone. We'll see you later next time on History Dweebs. Bye, everyone. Bye bye. Good day. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.